0: In 1991, Caballero Pools & Spas has been dedicated to creating an outdoor living space that will provide endless hours of fun and entertainment for your entire family. They specialize in offering excellent service and delivering top quality craftsmanship at a reasonable price. They will transform your yard into something unique and distinctive, a customized masterpiece that reflects your individual preferences. Their experience will ensure that your new backyard is something you will be proud of for years to come. Whether it's a minor project or a large master plan, Caballero Pools and Spas will help you get there. Check them out at cabpools.com or reach them at mark at cabpools.com or call 714-309-2890. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Our guest this week, when not traveling, scoring
1: waves, he splits his time between New York and the winters on the North Shore. He's one of the most creative aerialists out there, as well as a hard-charging barrel rider extraordinaire. (laughs) <laughs> his talents were discovered at a young age by Quicksilver and during, during a summer surf camp, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll find out about that. And it was to no surprise that Quick would invest and send him to Australia to train with legendary surf trainer Mick Kane. Yep, yep. Dang. Yep. Results from training hard and just his pure talent, he won a wild card and competed at his home in 2011 at the Quicksilver New York Pro. Yeah. That's wild. How old were you?
2: I uh, just turned 20 years old during that Dang. contest. In the middle of the contest time.
1: With the years of uh, traveling and paying his dues in heavy hollow waves in places like mainland, Max, Tahiti, Fiji, and winters in Hawaii, he eventually made a name for himself at the Banzai Pipeline. You've seen him on YouTube, or you've seen his films, Stacked or Hill Mary, maybe on Stab Highway, California. And you definitely saw him on the podium winning the twenty twenty two Dance Pipe Master. Ballerum ball, ball
0: stack. Yeah. Dude, all all week since I've been hitting you up. You've been watching his clips? I've been watching clips, <laughs> but I always I, I like I like saying his name. Balaram. 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 Yeah, ball, yeah. Ball. It's I, like all different ways. I like it because it has Lar in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the show is not about LAR. (laughs) It's never about LAR. We we
1: share something. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. My my nickname is Late Night, but people call me LAR. It's short for Larson. LAR. But, yeah. 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 Anyways, I just was watching, you know, the Stab Highway, California. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. You are ripping. Yeah. Wild. I I would have been sketched on some of those challenges. Yeah, Yeah. no. It was a
2: good time. It was (laughs) chaos. A lot of of things (laughs) in a little amount of time, but... I was captain of the ship, and I just drove pretty much the whole way. And nice. We all just kind of had our jobs and worked together.
1: Yeah. It was sick.
0: It's incredible how many, what the East Coast, like Florida produces, and and where you guys are. I well, mean, I
1: mean, yeah, from the Carolinas, Ben Bourgeois, to... Yeah. Randazzo, but like hard-charging barrel, oh, yeah. you know,
0: barrel chargers.
2: Just like hungry, I think. Uh, yeah. It, it goes from like learning how to get barrels, and then hungry to get... Barreled yeah. further, yeah. You know that's kind of longer, deeper,
1: bigger. Yeah, and
0: I don't know what it is about why, why like, New York, Long Island, New Jersey, the past couple of years has kind of been blowing up mm-hmm. as far as like social media and just internet. You know, yeah, the swell doesn't
2: go by without getting totally right. Like blowing yeah. up before and after the swell,
0: <laughs> but like the past couple of years, it seems like. There's a lot more action coming from, you know. It when it
1: turns hood. on, it's on and it get def, definitely gets highlighted. People yeah. definitely realize
2: it now too. You know, guys are coming in from all over to, to to surf it and it's they see one big swell in the wintertime, it's all snowed out and it looks insane. It's right next to the city and it's yeah. like pretty yeah. much a dream snow event. Yeah. You know? Well, so like that desire that gets the desire of a lot of people for sure.
0: Yeah. Let's start at the beginning. Where where did uh Balaram.
2: Yeah. Fine surfing. It's, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. Please correct
1: him if you mispronounce
2: that. I mean, I... I, I honestly... It's hard to correct people because of how much it gets said in yeah. different ways, but I say Balaram. Balaram. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Balaram. Balaram. Yeah. Balaram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But ball is where it's at. It's
2: easiest. I mean, I've heard literally everything. Everything.
0: I... That name is... What? I mean, your mom named you that?
2: Uh, no. My, um... When I was born, we my mom was living near an ashram that.
0: Um, What's the ashram?
2: In ashram, it's like a it's like a ranch, I guess. It was like
0: uh,
2: kind of Buddhist base, but had a temple for every religion on on the grounds. And huh. Ma Jaya, who is the um, the guru, she had darshan, which is just like telling stories around a fire and different breaths and kind of. I don't know. Just trying to guide people, I guess. You know, and
1: seventies, eighties, like. Uh, well, no, it was, well,
2: well, yeah. It started like I think my mom met her in the eighties, early eighties, and then I was born in ninety one, and so she named me and my two brothers, which are my oldest brother's Radhanaman, my middle brother's name Skanda, and mine's Balaram. Wow! Wow! And what's the meaning behind your name? And so, Balaram is a brother of Krishna. Skanda is another name for Krishna, and Red Hanuman is um, Hanuman, who's the monkey above. Him. But so is this
0: like Hindu, Buddhist?
2: Yeah, it's uh all, it's all Hindu um, or originated. But I mean, I we moved out of New York, Florida when I was about five, back to New York where my mom's from, to take care of my grandmother in. 96 I guess it was okay and so so you didn't surf in Florida you were pretty young when you yeah so like I mean I was on a boogie board since I was like three I guess my mom had me at the beach all the time when I was real young but I didn't get a surfboard till I was seven and my brothers that was after we moved to New York my brothers gave me a surfboard are you the youngest yep yep I'm the youngest so they I would go surf with them whenever they could take me around and and it's kind of how it started
0: so so born
2: in Florida Moved to New York. To take care of my grandmother, yeah. Yep. My mom's my mom's one of ten. She's like part of a big Irish Catholic family. Wow. And so she's kind of in the middle of that ten. And uh, they grew up in New York. And
1: so... And your mom's name's a Mary. That's what brought back there. Yep, yeah, okay. my mom's name's Mary, yeah. That's why you called the movie
0: Hail Mary. Yeah, totally. Killer, yeah. killer. You're catching on, bro. You're yeah. catching on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Takes a, Which a while. Which is something we'll get into as well. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm still start- starting early. Dude, those that background alone is so fucking interesting so crazy yeah
2: bala bala essentially means strength and ram is god in hinduism so it's strength of god is but it's if uh i if i ask anybody who's um hindu or f- from india or who is real knowledgeable about this stuff they they give me a different answer for my name every single time wow they're just like it means what story do you want you know yeah but it's, it's, it's almost a, like it's Aloha. Like, I was just going to... Yeah, yeah. It's like another... <laughs> what but does it, that mean? It means everything. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want it to mean? Yeah. I know. It's hard to get a... It's hard to give a straight answer because of that. Oh, yeah.
0: That was funny. You, before you said it, the shock was there. <laughs> so, so five years old, seven years old is when you started surfing?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Just, with my own board. Just summers because obviously it's freaking... Yeah, thug, just summers thug.
2: because the wetsuits didn't fit me in, in, until I was like 11. And then I got a women's suit. That was just big in the chest, big in the hips, but <laughs> the right height, you know, I could yeah. at least fit the height. And before that, I would use a 4'3 with a spring suit over it and detachable hood, boots, gloves. And it was just like, couldn't fucking move. Like, kid in Christmas story. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, couldn't put your arms down. The East Coast surfers, warm,
0: you guys, dude, hats off to what you guys, like, it up with the dedication that it takes to to be at east coast like we're so spoiled here
2: yeah i mean that i think that's a that's a that's a part of like barrel producing barrel riders out of the east coast because like whether it's the weather or the lack of waves like you're hungry to get waves when it's good you know no matter what the fuck it is so yeah i think you take that elsewhere and you just go based off of what a good wave is which is a barreling wave
0: yeah that's what we have so so your brother surfed and, and got you into it, yeah. Um, do you remember what kind of board you got or learned on, or
2: um, um, hand me down? There was hand me downs first, I, I think. I I think it was a cannibal, and then I, ha- I remember having a spider once. I I got a used spider from a kid in town. Wow, and a Dennis Jarvis spider, yeah. And that they they didn't, uh, yeah. Until I tried to sell it one day in, in Nunsound, and then I show up to the shop and fucking all the boys are there that are around my age they're a little older everyone but I show up and I can't find my board and I go in the back and all I see is like a little blue chunk of foam and I'm like they what just destroyed the it. fuck Knocked happened to the board everyone's just quiet like doesn't even own up to any of it
1: you don't ride that west coast
2: shit over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was fucked That was East like coast no versus west, west Coast, you guys they tried to hide it too it was, I mean the shop was such a sick place for me growing up there was we spent more time there than in school you know like yeah Fuck pretty and, that, much. and that's, that's the culture. Yeah, that was like yeah, that was kind of the last of it, I guess, for us. You know, like, yeah. There's not. There wasn't really much for that kind of realm at the shop anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah. it's a
2: lost art for sure. Like
1: you know, we had you know the magazines that would show up there, you yeah, know, and they would yeah. get them first, and then they would you know the, the videos, and machines yeah. playing, and. You, yeah, it was. And then just in the, the winter
2: time; this freezing cold house there was nothing to do, no ways. And everyone would just come to the shop. And it was a cold house. Make yeah, you make like little fucking games or whatever you can, yeah. you know. Plenty of sure. plenty yeah. of ground beatings that went down. I had Carlson around, and he gave us our fair share of <laughs> ground beatings.
1: Yeah, he was a big boy.
2: Yeah, there was no telling him otherwise. We fucking. I remember getting taped up outside the shop in like two feet of snow, and like having the fucking shop dog come and fucking bite your ankles, and then. No, this was Those just were the a days, lot though, of shit. Right? What well, doesn't kill us, Mr. but it was Strunk? sick, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, it we, makes. I mean, it put it obviously put everything to perspective for yeah. me growing up and and growing past it, you know. And mm-hmm. it just sucks to see the grounds that don't get it, don't understand it, and yeah. like never will, and yeah. like, yeah, it's just like a like a lost piece that they that they kind of we talk missing out on. Of, we
1: talk about, you know, at a young age, like. Typically you're on teams that you're your own age. You only play with the kids in your own grade, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a grade above or below, but it's really fine line of like the gaps. Yeah. When you're at the surf, you know, shop, you're getting like a, yeah. you know, you're you're surrounded Multi-ages, by ages,
0: multicultural, right. which Yeah, everybody was there was an age age range from yeah. like twelve yeah. years, and old like 60 years old to all these personalities old that are, are that you're like listening to and, and you're getting you got to tough guy. It's all guy. learning.
2: It's all learning. Yeah. You know, like it's like I, I it put things into perspective of like even even traveling, you know, like there's so much shit you have to deal with traveling that would kind of like get people pissed off in other ways, you know. And it's mm-hmm. just like I think it puts everything into perspective yeah. when you grow up in that, you know, going, going back, nothing surprises you're like you. are like a people like,
1: person without yeah. really yeah. having a job that kind of teaches you skills like yeah. you're just because totally. they're, they're in a shop customer service, how to, you know, how to cater to the customer, and then you got the derelicts out the back for drinking, weed, you know, smoking weed or whatever, and then you got it's, it's got you get this, you got a little did. bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. that's what I,
0: that, that's what was fun about working at Heinz, we worked at Hunt's the Surfing Sport, and it was the best. I mean, yeah, like, watching everybody kids, you know, you know, coming in at elementary, junior high, watching them grow up, and then you had all these crazy characters, you know, you had the the lawyers that would come in that were proper, and but they were cool. Yeah. And then you had like you know construction workers or plumbers or electricians that you know had their own like yeah you saw all wit. walks of life yeah. Yeah, yeah all walks of life but For you sure. learned like different personalities and learned how to people talk it opens shit opens your eyes to all of it, it. People, you know what I mean people, that it's such a good steps. way of growing up to be like with with even though it's grom abuse it was still like character <laughs> building. It was. Right? Like, I
2: mean, yeah, big time. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, think it treated it, it. It showed me that like gnarly situations were only as gnarly as your mind makes them, and then you,
1: if it's not gnarly, then you can deal with it in the right way. Yeah, you know? like it's that's a good, yeah, like it's a good you know, analogy because they're you know, you know, like these guys are running a business, but it's it is a clubhouse, and yeah. there's a lot of like stuff that shouldn't be going on that's going on, yeah. and. You know,
2: but it doesn't... It was, it was, I was lucky. I was super lucky. I feel real fortunate to do it, to grow up in that era without the social media shit. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I think that's what canceled it all out. You know, like, I think you can't right. do anything to anyone whether it be honestly good or bad. You yeah. know, like, there's yeah. too much talk about it at
1: all. Because oh, that, that was where, where I... That would be my hookup spot. You know, yeah. all the chicks coming in at the beach. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing later? Like, yeah. let's get a number. Like, let's go it. hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So it's all the only way you see people during the day. And they obviously, obviously, they're coming through for surf lessons. I don't think I ever paid for a
0: bar of wax in my life. So, so you, <laughs> yeah. Unsound was your spot. Yeah. Like, unsound. That was your...
2: They brought... Yeah. They, they... My brother started hanging there, and then and then I, in turn, started hanging there, and pretty much got me introduced to like local contests, to local sponsors, to bigger sponsors and Yeah. That whole so deal. So let's
0: let's talk about that. So how old were you when you were starting to get like good, like recognized to be a good surfer?
2: Um so so it's funny that Hail Mary is kinda of like is like I originally wanted it to be like a uh it, well it's a film that's now coming out hopefully in the next couple of months, but it's kinda a of documentary style piece. Which I, the first thought was like, oh, let's do a visual piece of home to Hawaii as a ground till now with everything in between. Nice. And it felt like we could do that visually without too much talking at all. And I was like, well, that's pretty ideal, you know, like, you don't want to get lost in the talking, you know, like. Yeah. If we can do it without it, that would be insane. But as that story came about, then I had to speak about it. And then I spoke about that, those stories. And I was like, my mom was the base of all that. And she could probably tell it a lot better than I could. So we got her on camera for like six hours and then she became kind of the base of it and calling it Hail Mary. Rad.
1: That is cool. Yeah. Um, There's not I, too I feel many. Like that was a side note, but No, uh, it's good. We're promoting Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> See you in theater yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah. We're at Volcom soon. Uh, but you oh, got no, it. no no, right. So so I came from
2: so when it, like first time in Hawaii was after getting picked up by Quicksilver through a surf camp. That unsound had introduced me to. In, in what age? Uh, I think that was twelve. Twelve. In, 12 and you already. 13, was it was a Keckley 12, or or
1: sh- or the rat. No, or- so Andy Ryan. Um, oh shit. Andy you Ryan. Know that he worked at Hunting the
0: Serpents. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He he um, was working with Quicksilver at the time. What a small world. He was hung at Hanging at Unsound, so they introduced me to Andy, and then they sent us to the the surf camp and we my mom and I had no idea about like signing up or anything. We just heard about some surf camp. We're like, oh we show up, there's like Strider, Andy Ryan, all the boys, the Indies traders out the back. It's at Montauk. And uh and then um uh we show up and they're like oh signups was like two months ago like sorry it's full you know I mean? And we're just like we just drove two and a half hours for this we don't know what's going on yeah we call unsound they're like all right let me make a call they call andy andy talks to strider and then i get in the camp and then by the time the camp's over they're like well you want to send us you want a box clothes and it's like you're the sure. best kid there <laughs> they were just like you want to like you want to box clothes like we want to keep talking or whatever and I'm just like, a box of clothes, that's like the biggest dream ever for a kid like that. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. Were you sponsored by Unsound already? Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't know. I, Unsound, yeah, I guess yeah. so. You know, like I would hang at Unsound every You'd day. You would boards I, they, through them. Yeah, through, everything. Yeah, everything. everything.
0: And what boards were
2: you riding? And, uh, so I think I even lost that thought earlier, but Cannibals um, were the first custom boards I had. My, bro, my oldest brother, Red, ordered me a Cannibal... Um, and I fucking Local slept at the board. No, Cannibal is AJ Finnan from Florida. Okay. Um, And, yeah, that was like... Cannibal? I, yeah, Cannibal okay. Surfboards.
0: And did Unsound sell those?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. AJ Finnan was like a... He was like a homie of the shop, and he would always come up like once every couple months or okay. something. But, um, but, yeah, it was insane to have a custom board. I think I was... I must have been 13... I
1: think it was the first time I got a board. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, that's another huge milestone when you're a kid, too. To get you know, sponsored. Get, and Get like your board, yeah. custom yeah. with your name on it. You get yeah. to pick your spray. Like, Man,
2: I literally we're... slept with the thing for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get away from it. I was like, this is like...
0: That's what happens. Like, They're you ride
2: like... all these other boards, and then you're like, what? This thing's made for our, I mean, my size, it. you know? <laughs> like, How funny yeah, is it, though, that... Immediately...
0: You and your mom, I mean, drive to the, the camp, and it was already done. And luckily, you know,
2: the shop came. We called the shop, and yeah. then they had to line it up, you know. Yeah. And then Strider like let us in, and no yeah. worries. And was, <laughs>
0: was there like a lot of kids?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Fifty kids, maybe. It was yeah. a, it was a full camp. But
0: was there anybody like that we would know that came that was there that? Any other surfers at your age that made it? <laughs> nah, it? Made a name for themselves like you did? Are you? I not? mean, maybe.
2: I don't know. It was early on for me to even know anyone out there. Mm. You know, like, I didn't even know the kids who surfed out there yet. Yeah. Um, until I started doing, like, ESAs and stuff like that brought yeah. me out there.
0: Well, when, when did you start doing ESAs?
2: That same time?
0: Yeah, of? a little early. It must have been, 11, like,
2: 12. I think I did King of the Beach when I was 11, which is a local contest in Long Beach. and. The waves sucked, so it kind of benefited me real hard. And I, won, I won my division mm-hmm. and then the open division, and mm-hmm. it was literally, like, knee-high. Like, I was the only size person that could get down the line, it seemed. But um, I came home. My mom's like, I had two trophies, and I'm like, she's like, Where'd <laughs> what did you go? Yeah, she was like, how did you get these? Like, what is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just like, oh, and I surfed well. Like, yeah, I guess. Trophies
0: and it's in a goodie bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So your mom was pretty involved from the get go,
2: yeah. I mean, she, yeah. She she she's always at the beach, regardless. And then yeah. so, the fact that I wanted to do something at the beach kind of went well with it. And then she just supported it the whole way and yeah. was driving me to Jersey at four in the morning every time there was contests and all that.
1: Were, were you a, a good st- student at school? Did you go? Ah, uh, yeah.
2: I, I was good. I was good. Like I mean, until surfing it, it, took over. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it, be, it it was always, it always came easy. Like at least math and science, you know, it yeah. came easy. And then hard to pay attention in social studies and shit like that but i didn't really uh, once i started got into 10th grade i was missing so much school more school than i was allowed to pass you know like it didn't matter my grades if you miss more than 28 days you automatically fail yeah so that caused me to do homeschool like 11th and 12th grade and Graduated with my school still, and then
1: I think I missed 35 days my my senior year, but we worked it out. <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. <laughs> Had to get some some offs so, but yes. I didn't like. I don't want to miss. I want to be able to like you know do all the high school shit. But.
0: So how was the amateur uh, days like ESAs? Did, did you do well in those? And
2: I mean regionally, I did. Like I did well in the regional ones that were all nearby and with okay. the local crew. And
1: can you tell us about your your? East Coast championships and finaling four events? Um, <laughs> that's what I... ESA that's what I, or say. Yeah, yeah, or I don't know which one. It would have uh, been one of them. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think it was, NSSA, NSSA. Uh, was what I had I first time I went to Easterns, oh. I like won regionals in the Northeast, and then I went to Easterns in Florida and never had gotten a 10 before in a contest, and then I got two 10s. Leading up to the air show, and then I got a ten in the air show, and Damn. I three three tens in one contest, and it was like a couple of little barrels. That Sebastian like, Inlet.
1: I'm showing up, guys. <laughs> I'm here to stay. <laughs> I was
2: tripping. I was just like, oh, I guess that's how you do it.
1: <laughs> so, what where where was that at? Like at a, Sebastian. At Sebastian. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, and then sick. once you do well in that, you get to go to nationals. Mm. So that really opened up. And then was it
1: still at lowers or back yeah, in it was lowers. It was at lowers,
2: and it was like. It was like, uh, well, first I did the VQS, the Vulcan contest. Yeah. Like, I was able, I qualified for that, and that was my first trip to California. And then, I think I was 12 for that as well. You were riding for quick? Not yet. Okay. My first year, not yet. And then um, I remember I did a Vulcan VQS. We were down there, and I had my spider, my <laughs> blue spider, and the whole bottom was like an inch thick with with, Vulcan, with s- silver spray paint with Vulcan box lettered on it. And I, I, I was just amped on the VQSs in the company, you know? Like, I didn't know much else. You spray-painted Volcom on it. Yeah, way before I was sponsored by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, and then that one brought me to the VQS out here, and I was just like, first time that I saw... Kids my age or younger than me, like throwing tail. I'm like, I'm like sitting out the back and I look in and it's just every kid's throwing their fins out. I'm like, I have never seen kids throw their fins out once in my town and this shit is happening every wave.
1: That's a trick with, with 12 logos on their boards. Yeah, and every yeah hand, everything. And a videographer and yeah. a surf coach and yeah, the, mom, yeah, the whole thing.
2: Yeah. these kids are I, way ahead it of. It was right trippy. There was guys with like baseball uniforms that came from, coming from school to go to the contest and and I was just like, because they had think surf class that interrupted their baseball or something i don't know i just couldn't believe how surf was like so huge so a part of society out here i was here like, on the west what? coast yeah yeah
1: wild i mean it's yeah i mean when you're coming out and doing events like most of the events whether it's your local like town event or like regional events wsa NSA it's, like, it's everybody's
0: gnarly. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, a, it's so. Yeah, I didn't make surfers. a heat out here for a long time. There was like a couple of years. It was just like mm. didn't make any heats.
0: So wait, your first trip out west was for a, a VQS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Newport. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then, uh, and then that was the best thing too. VQS was, had the best best prizes of any contest. So you that was almost more desirable than so. Yeah. so any did other sound
0: Did you do well over there? On the East Coast, and then they flew you out to do the contest here. Yeah, well,
2: on on your dime that you're, you're trying so to you, figure out, but yeah, they, you qualify for the nationals, and then you, that's the way to get there through the the Easterns.
0: Yeah, but you had to pay your own way,
2: for sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's Grom. But, yeah. you
2: know. but yeah, which is a whole another process if you're I don't know in school and yeah never even left the state yet barely.
1: Yeah, you're not quite old enough to like bank some money in a yeah. real job. <laughs> yeah, you're kind yeah. of like washing car. I you know yeah.
2: doing whatever Hang at the side shop. hustling, hanging at the shop. Yeah, do your deal, what do you, whatever yeah. you need. But so, that was cool. Mom made it happen most times or every time. So
3: yeah. Just... Uh,
0: tell us about what it was like. What was your spot in New York? What
2: what? uh, uh We grew up in Long Beach, like um on, uh um. Like I grew up in a town called Point Lookout which is right next to it but it's the same Barrier Island and we would surf up the block from Unsound which is Lincoln Boulevard. And okay. I would take the bus, it's a city bus from town all to the to the shop and then meet up with a couple of kids up there and that was just the program for elementary school. Yeah. On. Good waves. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. But it's shifted over the years. They've they've dredged a whole bunch and mm. sandbars moved around and but
1: Couple of uh, hurricanes and it just tweaks it, just like we had. Yeah, it changes
2: a lot. But do you guys have a surf
1: surf class in high school at all or anything? That
2: didn't come about till after, like way after I was out. But it is now. Like yeah, they got a full team now. Surf team. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. They're we're better spoiled, every year. Because
1: we're spoiled here. Like, they have junior junior high I was, couldn't believe it when I first
2: came here. I'm like, you have it as a class? Like, you can surf? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's so far into my teachers, like, yeah. let alone have an excuse to skip class.
1: Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, just because you get, you know, to be on a team versus just surfing at a contest by yourself, you know? Like a team point, you know, kind yeah, of the good board Jewish. riders are getting into that now, which and, is pretty cool. And the board riders in the East Coast is starting to like yeah. add a bunch of teams. Like yeah. they're coming. Are, Florida's pretty it?
2: strong with that. I have they have, they don't have one quite. I don't think where I'm at yet, but it will. Yeah, yeah. for sure they will. I, Jersey's I, I, got like I, I think, eight or ten of them. Yeah, I think Montauk is trying to do one. Um, we definitely need our own back where we're at, but yeah. it'd be hard to get a lot of the dudes there to travel for a contest. Yeah, at all. <laughs> More yeah
1: because it's a you know it's it's a big bunch you know yeah. from from grand to you know over 50 you know yeah so now
0: on our podcast we always talk about like when localism did you, <laughs> did you guys have localism too
2: i i mean i mean yeah the guys held it down for sure like yeah. like when i was growing up it was still pretty like quiet especially in the winter like you could surf these zones and it wasn't very crowded and Summertime. We had a tight-knit crew that surfed. We were the only guys that really even surfed in the winter. And yeah. then wetsuits got way better, and <laughs> surfing got more popular, and people figured out they could ride a train from the city to the beach, and it's gotten way more popular now. Yeah. And so that caused a lot of drama in the water, you know? Like, like, where shit. are you from?
1: What are you doing here? Yeah. It's just yeah. gotten
2: so crowded that it's like surf line camps don't help? Yeah, exactly. That was honestly... <laughs> you could you could it's like a 4k camera that's running you could see it clear as day in the middle of the night and it's like man
1: how good do you need it you know like
2: man like i don't it definitely, know
1: it definitely but, i wouldn't say ruined some spot but made it more more common oh okay. man people, it was a huge factor if in you're on it, it you're common. on it but there could be good waves down the beach with no camera and there's not, and there's not going to be, they're going to go with oh, the camera. Is. Yeah, totally. Like, we have totally. The experience experienced it here. Like, you Africa. watch it, yeah. I'm like, oh, this spot has four cameras. No wonder it's so crowded. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sucks. But it's good. Because, you know, it just
0: sucks. Pros and cons. Yeah. And yeah, some dude. of our spots have, like, f- like you said, four cameras. Yeah. On one spot.
1: On one. Close up. Yeah, diff- yeah, yeah. view Down yeah, over, yeah. you know. Yeah,
2: all the angles. Pipes got, I think, four. Yeah. Three or four. So, so
1: when was your, like, first, like, surf trip, like, out of the states like was it hawaii or did you guys go down the caribbean or
2: uh yeah caribbean actually quicksilver brought us down for a catalog shoot in puerto rico nice that was the first one and then and then hawaii came after that as a catalog shoot which when i was like 14 and i showed up with like a couple five ones and like a five six as my gun and Reef's like, what the fuck do you expect to do with that? And I'm like, I don't know. I never ordered a board bigger than that. Like, I don't even know what it what it would consist of. Yeah. And then he like he hooked me up with a couple of his old ones that were huge for me, but I could ride them. And then the next year I ordered. That's for him. kind
0: of radical to think, because well, you you met Strider and Reef at that surf camp.
2: Yeah. Right? Well, well, I don't know if Reef was there that day, but okay. Strider was there. Yeah. Strider was
0: there. And he, you know, he he was working for Quicksilver, marketing director or whatever,
1: marketing team yeah. and everything. Yeah.
0: But like he's gnarly. Like he's a bigwig at Quicksilver, right? And here you are, 12, 13-year-old kid, and out of the 50 kids that were there, you know, obviously your talent shined and they said, "Yeah, we're going to keep talking to this kid." Right? And then what you started work, uh, writing for them, doing catalog shoots. But the whole, <clears throat> not very many people get to do what you guys have done. You know what I mean? Like, you ride for Quicksilver. Like,
1: Grom's getting flown into places.
2: Yeah. yeah like yeah. No, I'm, 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 like, forever grateful for the time I had in Quicksilver. Because of those years, we're so focused on Grom's yeah. and, like, Grom events and, we were just after the Young Guns movies, so they do the Young Guns trips, which was either at a CT event, they'd fly all the Groms out, or we did like a reunion island trip, all the Groms, and like made a big part out of that. And that was huge, like to have so you such got a to proactive go to all those Grom company. Yeah. With Quicksilver. Yeah. Like we went to the Snapper contest a bunch of times, the, the France contest a few times. We got the surf pumping waves all around that, yeah. you know?
1: Dude, we need to get like these companies. Back owned to surf, <laughs> surfer owned companies that yeah. really appreciate like you know bringing well, up that next generation.
2: It was such a had, good like, program for the Groms. It was epic. Like I look back on it, I'm like, that was insane. We didn't even like they did it for us, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's rad because you got had guys like Strider, Matt Keckley, that you know are gnarly s- gnarly surfers. Yeah. You know, in their own right. And they're helping, you know. Yeah. They're talent
1: yeah. scouts. They're they're gnarly. They're still doing, you know, whatever their careers still, you know, whether you're shaper or surfing. Yeah. But yeah, like that, you know, those jobs, they go a long way with within the community and yeah. within the like surfing culture.
2: It was and, it was sick of at the start because before I went to Hawaii or any of that stuff, I quick sent me to Florida to go hang with Keck, and then it would be. Every contest, I'd go stay at Keck's house, and we'd do tow ass whenever we could because the waves always sucked. Or yeah. we know, or if it was good, he would take us out to a spot that you couldn't even get yeah. by boat, you know. And that whole program, I felt like it was like a surf camp in itself. And yeah, yeah right that was pretty. Because he's
0: freaking. I mean, Keck is a legend. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, you know, one of the first innovators of aerials and mm. everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, he's he still
2: doing it too. He's he's crazy. He yeah. still rips, still fucking shapes, and
1: yeah. I mean, that guy is, we had him on the podcast a while back and we need to get him back on. Yeah, for sure. You know? yeah.
0: Um, so tell us about the first Hawaii? trip. Yeah, first trip to Hawaii because um, that's got to be, you know, intimidating and, and a guy like, and we've talked to, you know, Chad Wells, he, he was
2: worked at Quick. Yeah. I'm sure you Yeah, the whole time. Met him.
0: Um, he would tell us like, yeah, I mean, Grom. If you, you don't paddle don't, out at pipe, you don't you're, paddle you're out, out. You're off. You're off the team. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like it it was that weird. It, it was
2: more. It was definitely more as focused around that, and that was like a simpler program, simpler time, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was pretty like cut and dry. You know, like you don't go to Hawaii to not surf pipe. You know, for sure. If you don't surf pipe, it's like, why are you there?
1: Yeah, why are you so, trying to be a pro surfer? So <laughs> yeah.
0: before, before you ever made it over there to Hawaii to pipe, were you like? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna charge.
2: Nah, it was nah. It was just like a take it. Everything was taken it as it comes. Like I was surprised to even get a box closed, and I was surprised to get some, like, uh, like Puerto Rico, and then Puerto Rico was 13, I think 14. I did the catalog shoot in Hawaii. stayed with the Monizes, and and I'm Monizes and I met the uh, Monizes that trip, but I stayed with the Asings, Keanu and his dad and his family, and. They showed my mom and I the whole rundown of like Hawaiian culture and the spots and everything. Yeah. kind of gave us like a little tutorial. Like, personal like, yeah. first year, like welcomed Local, you in. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Keanu wrote for Quicksilver at the time as well, oh. and then we and then we both stayed at the house the next year, and that was when I was able to order my own boards and reef. He pretty much was just like, like it doesn't even look paddleable, right? Like it's all white water closing out, and it's just like you'll make it out eventually. Just keep going, you know? And then he like paddles out with us once and we fucking make it out somehow. And it's like, doesn't look like it's any way. And then once you're out there, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I just had to keep paddling. Like, yeah, made it out, maybe past the lifeguard stand, but still made it, you know?
1: Yeah. And well, then we like surfing like sunset pipe, like Rockies, like all the rockies, Holly. Yeah. yeah everywhere. Oh, yeah. You
2: know, we, we, pr- we pretty much try to surf everywhere. Yeah. Like, especially being with Tommy, uh, a saying in Keanu and they would, adamant about surfing everywhere yeah, you know? yeah there's
1: some little gems that kind of are off the beaten path that, yeah you
0: know you could score yeah. yeah cause I'm sure there's I mean we don't know really who these people are but we know that it's happened where they go to Hawaii yeah and they get humbled hmm. and they get scared and they don't do it anymore hmm. you know what I mean yeah I'm sure that's happened like, a lot I see it a lot, a lot. yeah you
2: see guys don't come back a lot but yeah and Whether it be like the wave of the crowd, like one, one or the other, right, like, like something you there. figure
0: out. Hey, I'm not cut out for this. Yeah, you know, and and it's always because I'm not a big wave surfer. I'll never be a big wave surfer. I'm, but when I like meet guys like you, you know, we've had gnarly people that surf pipe that surf big waves. It's super interesting to 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 hear all about it because mm-hmm. it's like. Like what? You're from fucking yeah. You guys
1: are like the one, you're not even from the one percent of yeah, surfers, you yeah. know. Like in the grand scheme of things, like Linus, yeah. you know, like hey, there's a lot of people like me, and there's very few people like that you, you know. <laughs> but when you look at Pipeline or you look at Mavericks or Wyoming, you're like, dude, there's a shitload of what? Jaws? There's that many people out? You're Man, like this year, Fair. but that's very rare worldwide, yeah, for sure, for sure. But this year
2: was the girls crowded I've seen Pipe I think ever. First, like without a doubt, like. I heard, I heard that one of the early days that it was Second Reef, it was crowded from First Reef to Second Reef, and normally there's like a gap in between, but there was no gap. And yeah. yeah. Apparently somebody said that the uh, somebody counted on a drone, like 260 people in the lineup or something at once. <sighs> yeah. It's just like, I was going to guess like 150 or something. I didn't even know it yeah. could handle that many.
0: That is nuts. It's crazy what COVID and... Vloggers have done, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, Just added too and, many. I mean, but yeah,
1: when I grew up going there, there it's if, a new generation. If you, if you didn't know how to like surf, you're yeah, not you're a, out. they're, yeah. they're like they were kicking your ass. If out. they didn't know you and you, you you were you were they they regulated. There's a yeah. full.
2: There was like I think a gap between those the, the guys that were regulating coming from that era yeah. to what's out there now, and there's a big age difference in that, yeah. and the new guys are on the new wave program and there's just not even much similarity to the old program, you know, and the old yeah. program is pretty phased out by now.
1: Yeah. And there's, there's guys, if you, you look at the, you know, top 32 and there's guys on the 32 that, that charge and they're gnarly, but they'll just go there for the event and they're out. They're mm-hmm. like, I don't want to put up with yeah. surfing with this crowd. And then there's the ones that are like, Hey, I'm, I rented a house and I'm here for like, you Honestead. know, three or four months, like on a, you know, whether they say it their whole time or not. But, you know, it's just people, like you said, they either like the waves, but they can like it, but just not like the 260 yeah. people out and I'm going to go surf somewhere else, yeah. you know?
0: Well, it's, it's a different kind of breed or, or like mentality of, yeah. of surfing. Like, surfing waves like Surfing Hawaiian waves is a different type of Yeah, I miss surfing. it, but then I don't. <laughs> it's so
2: it's so much there. I mean, there's so much power within it. So like, much power and consequences, yeah. right? Yeah. Like
0: and it baffles me when I sit in front of guys like you that, you know, like New York gets big, but not like that. No, nah, yeah. You know, like and not like reef, you know, where you you could die, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like Or get concussions or, you know what I mean? Like, accidents can happen in New York, but death can happen in Hawaii. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I always talk about, like, the deep water waves versus the shallow waves.
1: And, you know, your mind works different when you're getting just throttled by a wave. In deep water, you're thinking, like... Fuck! I just got pushed down. Like I had to clear my ears, and you're freaking like it's dark, and like I'm fucking like you just get a different eerie feeling. Yeah. When you're surfing shallow waves, you're getting fucking throttled, but you're like, don't hit, don't hit, don't hit. Protect my head. Protect my head. I feel like. And then all of a sudden you come up, you're like, I just got so ruined, but it didn't seem like I was down. As you know, like I think your mind plays tricks on you because you're you put your your headspace somewhere else. I
2: think I like relate, um, the shallow water spots to like street skating. Like you're oh, falling, yeah. you're falling right? so close to the bottom that you're so aware of trying not to hit the bottom that you like, same as skating. Like you, you, you jump off something. You're like yeah. trying to fall whichever way you can like yeah. roll out or whatever. Yeah, fall, yeah.
1: Falling the right way. Yeah. But so you, you can't have control of that all the time, but you,
0: you definitely you go in overdrive. Yeah. Are you into skateboarding too?
2: Yeah. I've, I skated my whole life as well. I mean, uh, I was probably skating more than I was serving until I was like early days, like twelve. I, I I broke both my ankles when I was like thirteen, within three months of each other.
0: You're kidding! And me. they
2: were just small <laughs> fractures, but they got me to stop playing bas- uh baseball and stop playing hockey, and and then I just surfed pretty much after that. But yeah. still skate. I don't know. Kidding. Yeah, like, not was, forgiving yeah. fucking
0: ground. Yeah. Do you remember your first proper pipe wave, like? your first one i
2: remember i remember the first time i was in the lineup at pipe and it was like a north day brown water me and kiana were surfing the sandbar and we like drifted into pipe and i i just remember looking in at the houses there's no like, sand
1: where am i <laughs> yeah
2: looking at the houses being like oh shit we're here like they probably was no different in terms of waves you know like it was a shitty north swell but like the fact that i turned in and saw that i was at pipe i was like uh what's about to happen you know like i didn't i don't really know like this is it holy shit and then the next year I was able to see it do it and paddle the reef and do all that and,
1: but yeah you gotta use into it
2: I don't remember my first like proper wave of pipe though getting spit out or I remember just, me, like, me and Cristobal had some sessions that were early on that we both like were noticing each other get like a crazy one we were like I think that must have been like first proper one was with Cristobal we both had gotten good ones one day and it was like nobody out and uh yeah one ended up being a quick ad
1: no way but yeah what was what was your first like mag shot do you remember like right up in like an nsa um, like contest page no remember mundo rad yeah
2: uh mundo rad it's he like featured Puerto me Reiki? yeah yeah that one featured me and then esm featured me i think like gram of the month or something like
1: that nice
2: and then, ESM
0: uh, was pretty big. It was like yeah. uh, ESM was big, and Mundo
1: Rad was big too. Yeah, we just didn't get it like out know. here. More. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not as much. I think East Coast got it a lot, but yeah. not really here.
2: Yeah, no ESM though was sick. They were always doing shit, and they always had. That was like the newspaper for us. The ESM, like they had all the contest results, all the new videos coming out, and whatever you needed.
1: Yeah, swells. So you're, you know, let's, you know, you're ripping. your sponsor sponsored. You know, at like. 15 are you thinking like i'm gonna go pro like are you having conversations with mom or your your sponsors or you kind of like you're on that
2: uh i mean it was always like it was always like intentions were to go to college you know like you're you're not gonna not go to college i don't care what fuck happens you know you're not gonna not go to college and then and then this thing that we knew nothing about started like i like didn't have to get a job all of a sudden when i was like 15 and then I was getting free trips to leave the state, and it was just like, well, you're not going to deny this for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not going to stop doing school, but you're also not going to deny these trips that you'd never had, think you'd ever yeah. have the chance to go on. It's yeah. a short
1: window, and you're young. Like, you could always go. Yeah, it something.
2: seemed like for a while, we could do both, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't on that many trips, and we were still getting the schoolwork done, and whatever, and then by the time 10th grade hit, and it was missing too many days to pass, so that's how that went, but I
0: think yeah, it was cool. Homeschooling.
2: Yeah. Homeschool for 11th and 12th and graduated with my high school and kind of left it there. But I think, I think until like ninth grade, maybe ninth grade was like a little bit of a turning point of like, at least for me being like, I don't think we're going to college. Like, I don't yeah. think we got time for this. Like
1: I'm going to the university of surfing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like I'll, I'll take the world on before I take college at this point. And then, we tried, we, we just let that all happen, you know, it just kept getting busier. And,
1: and were your brothers like good surfers? They just didn't have that. My brothers both, both,
2: yeah, they both surfed really well as, um, as well. And then, uh, they both kind of like one went off to college. The other one went off to maritime school and they both kind of like went, uh, career paths. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, were they Not sponsored quite. too? Like, no, you, but,
2: but they were hanging out on sound and stuff. Yeah. and I don't know. They could surf well and get barreled.
1: And... Yeah, because there's like you know family of siblings where they all go on to be like professionals. And yeah. then some are like, you know, go one's a doctor, one's a lawyer, one's a contractor. And then you got the pro surfer, you know? Like yeah. it's just interesting hearing the, yeah, you know, no, how, how the God, family got dynamic. Throwing,
2: like all the right cards, it seems like compared to my brothers or anybody else that's trying to surf in New York, but.
1: Are you guys the same size? They take half your clothes that show uh, up Oh, yeah. Boxes? We're all pretty much the
2: same size.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Sure.
1: What do you mean? Like, you get free they stuff, just but disappears. you, still, you <laughs> still get pissed when they, like, take your shit. Like, I know.
2: It's like, it's such a weird balance. Like, you didn't pay for this shit. I'm like, well. Yeah, this box of, a bunch of sunglasses <laughs> showed
1: up. We got all new glasses. <laughs> yeah, <stuff>. I'm
2: like, <laughs> I know I didn't pay for it, but I still need to wear some of it. Like,
0: shit. So, um, how long did you ride for Quicksilver for? For a long time, right?
2: Yeah, from when I was, like. 13 to, like, 23 or 4.
1: Wow. So you turned pro with them and everything, like? Or maybe
2: 5, 20, 13 or 25, I think it was. Okay. And then the next year was Volcom. Yeah.
1: So, you yeah, so uh, yeah I had sure a whole the growing like, career with, with Quicksilver. And, like, at what point were you, like, signing you know 10th grade or signing a contract like hey we want to go to these events and yeah i think about 10th grade was
2: when it became okay to like think about going were you coming
1: out to cali in the summer and trying to like film do contests along with it i mean nationals yeah once the
2: nationals deal and then junior pros after that like that pretty much kept me in california all summer for like i don't know like would you stay in newport or yeah mostly newport yeah as the years went on, I kind of like went to different zones. Like, I don't know, I have buddies kind of everywhere, so I'd like to split it up. But I'm more attracted to like the Encinitas zone now. It seems to be calmer, and most of my friends have moved down there even. So yeah. It's,
0: yeah. it's pretty sick zone.
2: A lot it of feels, feels more there. East Coast yeah. down there than it does, say, LA or anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's not as
1: built up. It's a little more hilly. and mm-hmm. a little, Yeah, it's a little more low key for sure. It's nice waves
0: down Waves get really good down there,
2: too. Um, <laughs> yeah, neither of Yeah, my, uh, one of these, and then. You gotta take a break? Uh, no, I just uh, gotta uh, give a time frame of when I'll be out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. They're, they're trying to do uh, dinner. Dinner, yeah. With uh, Metal Deck? No, my girl and her. And her we got some and shoots. Ch- that we're still, yeah, can, can we get
1: get you until seven? Another like fifty minutes? Yeah. Is that cool?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Just Shoot. like say, hey, we're wrapping up at 7-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we could come back on and do another take two. But, yeah. you know, this is awesome. I mean, we're, you know, again, we, people know you from what they watch, surfing. They know you're on stage. They know you're on campus, But, you know, we really love, like, those kind of young years and, and yeah. like, where, you know, you came from and where, you know, where you're at now, you know. But here. It's a lot.
2: Shit. It's funny to speak. It's, it's hard to talk about. It. Like, especially with the movie we were trying to... uh Cheers. Cheers, dog! Thanks for having me. Thank you. Um, Shoot,
1: yeah, Japanese lager right there.
2: We, Delish. um we, yeah, we tried to cover everything when I got on camera. I got on camera for like three hours trying to speak about my whole lifetime and it's impossible. My mom's life, and it's just like, I mean, trying to create thank yous for it. I was like. Trying to narrow it down so it's just not pages, and it's like, oh, why am I narrowing it down? Like all these people meant something at some point. And yeah. it's yeah. so a lot much, and then it's like, every time I think of somebody, I think about a story about a different part. You know that they influenced me on a different zone, and yeah, it's just hundreds of them. You know, yeah. so it's hard to really speak about it, and like, and you want to pay
0: respect to everybody that's helped you along the way. Right? Yeah, and you want to, yeah, wanna, don't yeah wanna that's the
2: money. main only so, reason you're here.
0: um Laura asked about magazines. Um, Were you starting to make like video parts too?
2: Um, Quicksil- Quicksilver would have their like ground programs, and then you'd show up and like uh, like the Instagram The online edits, YouTube edits started coming about. So you you'd get a little clip here or there and yeah. that and that was that was where it started. I don't think Instagram came out to like when I was seventeen, and then uh, and then it just switched it up. You know, instead of getting mags, you're just getting free content for them, and so everything switched.
1: Yeah. Did you guys have, like, a little, like, East Coast video scene? Like, guys in your, like, area be like, hey, let's take turns, or or you had a friend that would video? Um,
2: Mike Nelson, who, who started Unsound, he, he was, like, the pioneer, kind of, of shooting in the water in the winter with film, you know, having to run out in 30 degree weather and change the film, go back in. Wow,
1: that's hardcore.
2: With film. Not uh, digital. Film photos, yeah. Wow. Film, Film photos, yeah. And then, him and Dave made a movie out of cassette or not uh, VHS tapes. Um, they they finally were able to put that on a computer, make an edit, and then sell VHS tapes. And that was the first uh, video I think that came out from New York Couch yeah. Tour, which was I got I got a, a favorite. It's a called- favorite, and then Couch Tour, and then they yeah. did North of Nowhere after that, which was DVD time. Nice when DVDs came out.
1: Yeah cuz I mean that when you're a kid like getting that video getting photos analyzing like every little everything about it, it was yeah. like just, just
2: starting just being able to do that
0: Yeah did, did you have any coaching at all mm, I mean um
2: at home not so much like there was just I was just learning from the elders like all the boys and then quick so was really um they were really pushing the coaching thing which which was insane because i i it was like a whole world i never even experienced and yeah i got to go spend time with mccain over in oz and do his camp with like marzo and garrett parks and it was it was so sick because we weren't even like like we, we all definitely desired free surfing and how like dane served or like how guys like yeah that weren't necessarily known for the tour were surfing and First time or my first time in Oz, and I'm like, oh, I want to do this fucking surf. I don't want to do fucking turns to the beach. Like, yeah, yeah. come on, let's do like, what the hell? And, yeah. then, and, and then once we got into it, it was like, oh, we're actually surfing heats and waves. This is sick. You know, like, yeah. we finally get to surf some real waves yeah. in a heat. And Mick Kane was real, he was like real adamant about it, and he was able to like show us the waves, you know, whether we had accepted it at the time or not. I was looking back and be like, I know how to surf at heat because of this, you know, yeah. this whole
1: experience. Time, time management, but also like, maneuver like a lot of it analyzing at the, the time
2: what to do. a lot of time it, it was like trying to serve at 70 percent. that was the whole thing like because mm. otherwise you go out you want to do the best air you've ever done you want to get the biggest barrel deepest barrel you've yeah. ever done biggest turn you've Pulling ever done pull back a little bit and, and it was like yeah having that mindset of like no you want to do like 70 percent of like four turns to get 100 percent score mm. and that was a big yeah. Kind of learning curve yeah
1: let's not go 100 and fall 50 of the time right. Let's tone yeah. it down and be consistent
2: be, and be get like 70 it was it was it was sacrilegious feeling at the start you know yeah. like i was like what do you mean i'm having yeah. like the most like most fun like the best best ways i've surfed ever in my life to but the time a, but you know? it's a
1: huge in retrospect it's a huge confidence booster because you're like dude i'm i could drop sevens all day long and not and not well
2: fall. well once yeah once you did get a score you're yeah. like Wait, I got an eight for that. Like, yeah. fuck! I I just
1: like I was trying not to do it, you know. And like, yeah. you, you do a couple turns that that connect to the beach, and like the consistency and, and just fundamental. I don't think surfing. we've ever
0: heard that. Right? That's that's a rad tidbit of inside yeah. information on coaching. Because we we've interviewed coaches too. We had Jake the Snake on, uh-huh. right? And we had this kid Christian Signs who Has is a doing a lot gear. of coaching now here in here in Huntington, but. Like that philosophy of hey, Yeah, stick at seventy yeah. percent till the final and you you'll make your heats <laughs> yeah. and then peak at the right time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And go for broke when you're Wait, in the
2: final. Yeah, which was which I mean that's not to say that I was like able to land tens all the time, which is why I surfed it. It was just like I surfed the because I liked doing this, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I like trying errors or I like trying the biggest turn I could do. Yeah. Which got me nowhere in a heat, but like the happy medium there was where we found balance and were able to like continue or like make some heats you know yeah. you
0: you consider yourself more of a free surfer than a competitive surfer though right yeah 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 i would say so yeah. I mean,
2: i did the qs for a while didn't really get anywhere on it and
0: i like this guy
2: yeah. i'm just kidding i, <laughs> I tried it too He yeah. always like talks to me I like, oh, okay. with
1: it. it is I, yeah traveling halfway around the world surf like two foot beach break was just. I want to go surf good waves.
2: I thought I was doing the right thing. And I guess I was in a sense of like, we got to surf all these different spots. And yeah. there was a market for at least trying to get on tour, you know, like that, yeah. that, that I was getting paid to at least try even yeah. though for years too, even though I didn't get anywhere on it, but I would like get a result here and there occasionally
1: and yeah.
2: keep it afloat. But.
1: Uh, but you were able to make a living not... I was already making, doing it. I was yeah. already doing it. You yeah, know, like I wasn't making—I
2: wasn't making heats, and I was making a living. You yeah, know? contests
1: like, were a bonus. Like, oh, well, prize yeah. money, like, dude, we're gonna go. play. Exactly. That, that was extra gravy right there. Let's go have some fun. Yeah.
0: Because, not saying your, your yours and Larson's careers are almost similar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, believe it or not, Lar was a big deal back in the day, right? <laughs> Like all the videos, like he was in all the Taylor Steele videos. Word. I? I just rode for Stuzy. Surfed good waves. Like he had killer sponsors. Always got in the. Mag. I mean,
2: shit, back then, if you were in those videos, that was that was you're doing your job. Yeah yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that was for sure doing your job. Yeah, and without the contest, which is huge, but they also had contest clips in those in those um, videos. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, it, it would be like okay, I'm making this much. Yeah, I'd make you know, forty. 50 grand in prize money. I'd spend 40, 50 grand doing all the contests. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I'm traveling, I'm doing it, but then it's like I'm not surfing the best waves all year round. Yeah. But we would go Australia, surf the contest, stay an extra, you know, go two weeks early, stay three weeks late, go hit Indo. You know, you would work in other trips around the contest, right. but then you were like, man, I got to, you know, like the, the emotional factor of, of winning and losing or traveling halfway around the world for a contest, waves suck lose travel you know somewhere else con you know you're just you're on this like rabbit you know chasing like you know here's the carrot like
0: next yeah. spot and i was like ah did, did, right? did you feel pressure like, of of making finals from your sponsors or
2: i mean being that it never happened no <laughs> <laughs> like i i mean i put some pressure on myself but like i i don't know there was a it it just was like i was in a big crew none of us really made too many heats. somebody would always make at least one result and like we knew what we wanted to do you know get fucking really good waves yeah we were getting closer to that by going to these contests and closer to being like to these new spots and honestly opened my mind to a whole bunch of spots they end up surfing later
1: on yeah like where like you know outside of contest where is a okay I've gone to Hawaii I'm going every year to Hawaii like where's the spot that was on your like your checklist of like I gotta go here
2: we well we kind of did Hawaii then Australia right after for the snapper CT with the yep. over as as grom which is insane and we did that and then from there it would go to California for the grom contest yep. or junior pros and then fall at home and then winter and all, and then it would be that that kind it's of kind of schedule. same routine. Any like, and then and then QS kind of took over a little more, but like still pretty similar routine.
1: Was there like I'm going, you know, trying to get on a mag trip to Tahiti or Fiji or was Quicksilver doing Fiji trip? You know, like were you going to any? of this- I
2: did a G-Land trip with Quicksilver, which was like fucking five six hundred thousand dollar trip, and it was like. Before drones were a thing, they got a drone guy to come and had like six propellers. He didn't fly it over the water. So it was useless. I don't know how much. (laughs) He didn't want to lose in
1: the water so he was just doing jungle drives. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, how is G. then we had
2: two two full helicopters. We had thirty surfers, thirty employees, rented out the whole G land Whoa. Kelly and Dane didn't even show up. And it was basically for them, I think, you know. and then uh was it pumping they got nah it was average like that's why
3: I
1: didn't show up yeah probably <laughs> Kelly looked at the forecast it was, was like, it was
2: it was fun there were waves but it was it was I mean to me it was firing but it was like surfing with 20 other people you know it was instantly crowded so um, I would surf way up top away from everybody and happen to be away from the cameras too but I think they got like a like a YouTube commercial from it hmm. and that was it. And it was ended up being literally like I think I heard like six hundred grand trip or something. You're kidding me. Yeah, big trip.
1: Wow. Well, that's like you know bringing an event there like a Mm -hmm. contest, you know, like all that staff and people and
0: it was an event that wasn't an event.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was
2: crazy. (laughs) It was a company event.
1: So when did you like you know feel comfortable in Hawaii and like were you on the like mindset of like I want to go surf big barrel lefts and like I want to go to chopes? You know, because obviously there's waves on the planet that are like that i want to go do that i mean the, even the still was, like the, once
2: the i started at pipe it, it was just like it made it so accessible to go get a big wave and a big barrel so yeah. like that was the focus always and like i was, I still hadn't had the means to go everywhere or the knowledge you know like yeah. all i knew was pipe and it was like oh shit I'm, i know how to do this now like fuck i want to get a sick one and every year that desire never dropped you know yeah yeah I never even thought about chokes, you know, and that came way, to, way later in life to even get to the chance to surf it.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you know, certain brands would put together, you know, trips like you said, Quicksilver, G Land, but you know, some would do f- annual Fuji trips or we did Tahiti
2: with Quick, with Quick actually when I was young. I think I was seventeen. Um, it was like a Grom Young Guns trip, but it, we didn't get to surf chokes. It was like I don't know, had high not on sure. mm. But That was my first trip to Tahiti, and then couple years later i went once with carlson and joe foster and chris Waring nice. and billy hopkins
0: epic. hp dudes yeah epic
2: carlson called me up and was like let's go i was like what kidding me to edie of course it was such a funny trip we 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 scored the other side of the island which was like a sick right slab randomly we had to like tow foster across the shark infested channel and <laughs> it was nuts carlson was getting pissed because he was the one dragging him uh kyle mcgeary was on it too (laughs) didn't want to drag him but we all ended up helping it was drama it was funny
1: those are like the best trips though you know when it's like you're 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 going with a group of friends and you know er, you know nothing's planned like you you know we were lucky to have carlson
2: to have him as like the the but when a big contract ringleader? yeah, the ringleader to yeah. make shit happen for but sure. There we were some groms
1: from Quicksilver to like just you know bunch of groms mm-hmm. charging Tahiti. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you don't have that support. There's no, yeah.
2: It was cool. What company was he shooting for? Was was there like a smaller mag out of California? I want to say like a Mundo Rad style thing.
1: There was wave action, but that was probably before you. That was wave. Way before.
0: Maybe it. It. it was a Mundo Rad a bliss? trip.
2: Bliss? Maybe it was a Bliss trip.
0: <laughs> Which was beach happy. Yeah, but it didn't well, it change to be beach happy, but Bliss. That was the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. Probably it probably
2: could that. be that. I don't know. I, I forget, honestly. I'd have to ask, like, Foster, Carlson. Yeah.
0: That's funny it. how Carlson was an influence for you as a young... Fuck, yeah. Because, yeah,
2: yeah. you know, because
1: of the coastal, like, different,
0: you know. Yeah, like no, I
2: just, it, I think we lined up in at a good time in life. Like, he he came to New York, and he was 17, 18. I was, I don't know, 10, 8, 9, 10, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I I had seen, there was two guys at home that I had seen rip, and it was Chris Tomlin and Ali Favada. And Ali Favada was a friend of my, good friend of my brother's, so he was always around, and he was the only one doing airs. Like, big chop hops, and then proper error versus and nice. chris, chris thomlin was the other guy that was doing that and then it was right around the same time that carlson came about and carlson was just like fucking i don't know it didn't even make sense to us the guy was like <laughs> yeah. landing six foot errors on like three foot waves like first try every try
1: yeah and then like crazy cutbacks to like you know laybacks yeah. to gooey like under the lip you lips. made it look like
2: you could do anything on any wave you yeah. know like was he was so vicious big. He was riding at everything, really. Yeah. But yeah, I think five, five, Lost Fishes at yeah. the time, you know, they had the carbon ones, like the hollow ones, the visos. Yeah. Like, um, but uh, it didn't really matter what the dude rode, because he rode some shitty boards after, and he can always do it like a fucking
0: proper
1: turn or air. That,
0: that's so weird that yeah. Ryan Carlson comes up in our conversation. Yeah. A Huntington Beach.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Dude. he was... Yeah. yeah, gnarly. When the air game, when they had the air tour and Yeah, stuff, I remember. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah, like we were so
2: lucky to have him there, like, Nelly and shit, with, we were shooting, he, he didn't give a fuck about the cold, too, so he was surfing in the winter in the snow, and epic. it was all good, yeah. and yeah. Nelly was able to have somebody to shoot, you know, <laughs> like, it wasn't many people to shoot in the wintertime, let alone good people
1: that could surf well. Surf yeah. well, riled you up, and was psyched, just like everybody, you Yeah, know?
0: like... Well, he's, like, rough around the edges, you know, up for a good time, and charging, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, uh, a gnarly surfer, yeah, <laughs> in his own right,
1: yeah, for sure. So, what was the getting the the Quicksilver like wild card? Like, were just because you're a sponsor, you had to go through a trials, or what did they? Uh,
2: I was just sponsored, you I mean, yeah, I was the only oh. one that rode for Quick in the area, and like that's epic. I mean, what a contest to surfing! That was, was there nuts. was
1: so much hype behind that with the the moto, the skate ramp, the fest music. Yeah, the
2: they're, they're pretty. They're, it was actually they're really they're, they were lucky to not have all that shit go down because it would have been way too many people for the town alone, yeah. and then like it was it was just I think it would have been overwhelming for everyone. You know, like I don't like think the events worked. are doing like we have a fr- full concert moto. You know, like the whole deal. And yeah. Um, like we have. It also would have costed them way more than it cost them. Oh, they, they spent
1: so much money. First, it was the biggest surfing prize purse ever. Yeah, it was 130 mm-hmm.
2: G's, right? No, million no, bucks three, total for for, for the, the whole thing. First. And three three hundred for first. Owen
1: Wright made three hundred thousand for the was winner. Was it that much? Yes. Yeah. Slater I got fucking, Slater got second for you got a hundred right? Yeah, 150.
2: yeah. I, I you know and I got and the waves were insane. I got fucking. A, Bit, I got the fattest check I've ever seen through any surfing, 50 anything G's or something. I got nine grand nine. for last place, dead yeah. last. <laughs> didn't beat a single person in the whole contest, and I got nine grand. Thanks, Quirk. I was like made like a grand before that, you know, like <laughs> and and until this Pipe Masters contest, I had still not made more money than that in a single contest. That's crazy. The last grand. place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I got smoked. I, I didn't have any heats with good waves, but I got smoked by Kelly. I mean, I was like i was oh that's 20. right you're a wild
1: card so you're going to get to the I best i kelly
2: and ross williams on the first heat smoked by both of them and then who get rematched up mick was in the next seat and it was like chest high Fanny? yeah it was like chest high rice, and mick is doing like these like six foot errors and like you've never seen mick do errors and it's like perfect just right ramps and i just got smoked but, <laughs> but how old were you 20 <laughs> okay Twenty. I, it was funny. I, I turned twenty in the middle of the event, and we go to this bar that we always go to across the bridge. And uh, it's not. It's a night, so there's nobody in there. But I have like 15 of my friends in there, and we all do a shot. And they're like, somebody catches wind that I turned 20, and they're like, what you're not even 21." They kick us all out. he <laughs> <laughs> like, "All right, thanks.
3: Fucking happy birthday.
2: See you later." And then, but and then did, the, the got, next day was my heat, next day was my heat with Mick. Yeah, eight first heat in the morning. Eight in the morning. Um, not that it really made a difference, but, uh,
1: yeah, you needed a couple of shots just to kind of calm the nerves. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it was yeah. like that. It was fucking, there was some nerves for sure. I, and they put me up in the, in the hotel with everybody else right there, you know? So it was well, a revolving door of all my friends in well, town. It's a, yeah. in the, you
1: know, only upside for you. And like you said, if you, if you got the waves and whatever, like you're going to give it your all, you know, but what, to, to go nine
0: grand. With, yeah.
1: It was supposed to
2: be 11 and I had a two grand wild card fee.
1: Cause not, <laughs> yeah, because you're not an AS yeah. member. Or I mean, no, I was a
2: member, but like, I wasn't on the CT, I guess. I don't know. Taxation. Somewhere. Yeah, some kind of. How law. crazy
0: is that? Did, did you know that going into the contest? I
2: didn't even know how much money I was going to make. I was just so overwhelmed with what was going on. Yeah. Like, I was in the biggest contest in the fucking history, and it's at my hometown. Like, yeah. I was just doing it fucking 15 interviews a day and like, just trying to like. All the write ups? Up like, yeah.
1: Was, was like. Your fan base, all the locals, obviously, just...
2: It was cool. It was raining and fucking shitty at first heat in the morning, and then they all showed up to come see my heat at Mick, and I got smoked again, and whatever. <laughs> They're all stoked. We got to go drink after and fucking have the best time. But <laughs> That's So cool. when,
0: when, when somebody told you, oh, yeah, you're done, but go pick up your $9,000 check.
2: I was
1: like, <laughs> what the
2: fuck? <laughs> I was like, where are we going?
0: I, I, I
1: Yeah. How, like,
0: how gnarly would that be? I mean You're like, wait what? I didn't even realize until after. I yeah. lost the contest and I I'm collecting a I, nine thousand dollar paycheck.
1: I, I remember <laughs> Trivia. Yeah. I remember like going overseas, so like there was the Bud Tour, you know, the ASP Bud Tour, whatever. And uh you would get paid and they'd write you a check, you know, mm-hmm. domestic, you know, whatever. And then going overseas and getting money. It was either $100 cash or uh, American Express, like, checks. Traveler's checks. Traveler's checks. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you just, like... The cash is You nice. just go, like, lo- you know, whatever. Yeah, oh, That's you- fine. I never, I never made enough cash to worry about
2: traveling with it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you would, like, get paid out. I'd be, like, dude, when I... You know, like, depending on where you're at, you know, like, well, fuck, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. You know, I can't wire it at home. Like, you got to carry it. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You
0: know, it's kind of sketchy. But, you know, it's nice to get cash. Yeah. (laughs) Luckily you didn't have to uh you didn't make enough that you had to uh what do you call it, declare it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right, right. I never did that. I never I had to do that. I I there was was, one
1: time from Japan coming home where I had more but I just didn't say anything. Yeah. (laughs) Then they're not gonna count. Been been thirty years. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was uh, you know, fudge you know, money, you know, contest money was was great you know you do a, what, what other like top results did you
2: I didn't win enough contest money to make it significant so when we did get contest money it was like but you chased the QS funds. did
1: you have like did you make any fine you know any
2: out was the best I think I did nice. and um, I believe I made Sammies or Man on Man quarters nice uh I don't know, but every every year Lackin' out was like a a of make heats and that was so similar to home. It was just like rippable ramps, like Newport style.
1: Yeah. Crazy tides, you know? Yeah. Conditions changed.
2: But just my kind of shit, like it was like just fun beach break, like real rippable beach break. You felt
1: comfortable, and that was like your strong.
2: That was the only one that, and it was consistent with waves. Every year they had waves, so.
1: France is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like France that place. Awesome. Both yeah. in and out of the water. I've never
0: been, but watching we it had, years. We had yeah. it was
2: some fun ass years. Of I, year. I mean,
1: we were just talking about it. I think yesterday we're like, man, I wish they brought back like the classic. Oh, that's event. right. Yeah,
0: you
2: know, like I, it was cool when they had the Scotland event, um, the cold water. Remember, cold water did like a yeah, few the O'Neill did and, their
1: like cold air, cold yeah, water
2: yeah. And Scotland, like the, the that opened my mind or my brain to, to to Scotland and their waves. And I've been going; I've been like seven times now since that event. Wow! It's like that yeah, was like, one of them that opened my eyes big time. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit! Man. I heard
0: it's like a a cold Indo, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's got so many waves; they're all different kinds: slabs, point breaks. Yeah, like, if you
0: look at that coast, it's just like man, I mean, it's
2: freezing cold. So I don't think anybody should go there. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: I, I i did an ireland trip and it was freaking pretty rad like waves wise culture yeah you know like yeah. just
2: it's a it's was, like an in Ireland I but instead of like a couple other surfers you just see sheep like there's no other people like you don't see other people it's just really there's really no surf shops remote. or nothing you know like yeah it's funny
1: yeah, Tim, our buddy Timmy Riz, he's an O'Neal guy, yeah. he's always about like going to Arctic Circle or Canada or Alaska or you know Scotland. Yeah, I, I respect
2: like, his program heavy. He's always scoring some random silver, random himself. like charges too. Yeah, yeah. Charges, charges. I mean, charges. it's funny how people forget that he was on the CT because he rips when you see him surf, It's like oh, he's way he's a CT surfer, you know? Yeah, like yeah. like maybe you don't see him surf as much, which is makes you forget about it. But like yeah, he, fuck, he, he surfs so well.
1: Yeah. Now he's in like doing camps, like Timmy camps down in like Nicaragua or Costa Rica or El Salvador. Mm -hmm. You know, he's kind of been popping around like finding a destination, which is, dude, epic. Yeah. Go surf with Timmy for a week. Like, sign me up. I think the Hobgoods do that every once in a while. They'll Mm -hmm. do like a trip. A couple guys are doing it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Hail Mary, because I know you got to leave pretty soon. Um, Is that your first movie that was all you?
2: Stacked, uh, I've had a few edits. Like, stacked was like a was that with the quick pro it came out with?
1: I think, yeah, that was back during the quick.
2: That pro was probably age. like, I mean, I had just like, a spotlight,
1: it wasn't a full, yeah, like, like you know, that like there's like, your whole new era
2: did another one called uh, Cake. Um, Cake? Ac- yeah, it's another edit, New Era,
0: the hack company, yeah, yeah, I was okay. riding
2: for them for a while. And oh, Ben, I've Gulliver, seen that on there. ben Gulliver made that one, and then there was that one, and then. Like maybe it was what youth did, uh, Mm. or maybe it was Wasted Towns later. Um, I don't know, but they did. They followed me around my town and then the city, and and that was another one that kind of opened, like showed life at home and talked a little bit about it. I
0: watched a couple months ago when you were with Ashton Goggins Mm -hmm. and um,
2: with Tosh. Tosh, yeah. That was sick. We wow. scored. Uh, we flew from First Hawaii. Down, right? Yeah, we flew from Hawaii to the Northeast for mm-hmm. uh, for a storm, and it ended up being like the most snow we've had in a couple of years, and it was firing. Like, was that it was like two scor- years ago? Or a it year was, ago? yeah, not this past winter, the winter before. Yeah. In February. And it was fucking cooking. Like, we, we did the whole thing. We started in Jersey, drove six hours, scored again, fucking changing our wetsuits, looking at the car, and it says like negative four, and like you knee deep in snow already. And was, guys are gnarly.
1: I, I gotta do that at least once. It's fun. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's really. I don't fun. have to ever do it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, cause, cause, like it's he's an islander.
1: He's got islander
2: blood. Yeah, but like, it's cold. It's just cold at a certain point. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't seem to differentiate once it's but freezing. I, I, right? So, what are you wearing? I, like, just a five mil? Like, just uh, a five mil? A five mil? It was. I couldn't even understand guys wearing five mils out here when I first started coming out. I'm like. I could. Well, but it has to be cold. I measure. mean, I get it now because I like to be warm than uh, warmer than I do cold. You know, like I, I'll I'll prematurely but, put on a five you're mil. You're like the Michelin
1: like, man. You can't even move. But I
2: was tripping. I was like, where do you go from here if you're wearing a five mil in 50 degree water? You know, like what's But but I mean, I do it now as well, just out of comfortability. But I, I, under like 43 degrees, I think it's all the same. You know. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah, it's just cold. Like, cause you got gloves, and you have to put yeah, like, you cannot surf without any of the gear. And you yeah. got to put like hood. I left a fucking booty at home once. <laughs> I drove up north, and like, there's no surf shops in the middle of winter anywhere. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm sitting out this trip. Like, like you can't. You literally can't. You yeah. know, your shit would fucking turn into a brick, and like, have to get
0: cut off. You drove all to... the way up there and forgot a boot.
2: Yeah, but luckily I <laughs> I got somebody to open the shop that doesn't open there in the winter, and made it happen. Did you I watch? was actually with Carlson that trip, too, and Timmy Turner. How funny. Um, Timmy Turner, yeah. Epic. Not Timmy Rez, but Timmy Turner.
1: Timmy's. Did you have to put, like, you know, shit on your face, too? Like, or I, would, was it I, would, just...
2: I would put Vaseline. If it was, like, a blizzard and, like, it's pelted okay. with snow and real hard wind, like, the Vaseline feels good, but yeah. it's know, it's not that necessary. Okay. It's yeah. not going to
1: stop you from being cold or, what, like, what it, anything it, what, like that. Is it Dane Godowskis that had, like oh yeah Yeah, I bet that
2: would help I bet it would help in a sense of like like having the shit freeze to your beard because guys have that at home a lot too
1: yeah I want to ask like if if you grew and it kept it off your skin you know you had the Uh beard it looks Uh gnarly like oh wow look at all that fucking ice but it's off your face Yeah. yeah I don't know Somebody, I don't know. somebody I don't let want, us know. I don't want to find
0: out.
2: Yeah, no, I don't have don't enough facial hair. hair to <laughs> yeah, off, figure me, that out.
0: All I get is a Fu Manchu hair right here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just get patches of like pubes and then yeah, I
0: cut them off. I, I get fully hair, but not on the head. <laughs> nice. All right, let's talk about the pipe contest. Walk I mean, us ta- wh- walk us through that.
1: Okay, before this event, like you've done the pipe Volcom Pro or other shootouts. Yeah, shootout I mean, I I've been
2: to like I've been. I've been in
1: another final right one
2: Pi Pro final I got second in the shootout, and then I got like fifth in the shootout one other year, but I got fourth in the Pi Pro finals and
0: so you've tasted the podium
2: yeah and like it and then like the same thing with like baron I think I had Baron and Jack and <laughs> me. And Reeve Hazelwood, and but Baron and Jack and me were battling for the first wave, and then Jack got it, and he got it right, and he got barreled, and that was set the tone for the whole heat, and then he won the whole thing. And
0: was that the Volcom?
2: Uh, yeah, Volcom yeah. pipe bro. And then and then this pipe masters that happened now, I was in with Joao and um, Griffin, and I was just like, all right, well, you know, this is how it's gonna go. If it happens like that, it's all right. It's small, like. If it comes down to turns, like whatever, they can have it. You know, like I ain't gonna smoke these dudes in turns or airs at at occasionally barreling back door. So I just had in my mind that I'm just gonna get the fucking wave that barrels. You know, like Jack did it to me on that last final. So you kind of knew, like, and I was what's... just like, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna fucking happen like this. You know, so I just stuck to that static gums basically the whole time, and I was just like, if a fucking away from the wave pack. barrel, come, barreling wave comes. I'll be there, you know, and I and, and I got pushed up the point a couple times. Like, Joao kind of snuck in, and then Griffin was pretty beneath me the whole time, but there was no waves, so I could go, I could go as far as I want, you know, and they were never going to pass me, and they would give up eventually, and I would sit back in the zone, and then eventually one came. Fucking nobody had gotten a barrel yet, so I was like, oh, it's a score. Paddle back out straight into another one that everyone's out of position on, and it's just like... Oh shit, I just fucking did it again like two, mu- two minutes not even enough time to like think about what happened yet and then I piled the back and it was like the first moment that was my heart sank and or whatever my belly dropped and I was just like, oh shit, this might actually happen this year <laughs> like no way, you know like it was the first time it became a reality um, at all.
1: You yeah know? that's what I love like that spot and others where you could you know, kind of feel like you're getting skunked in the heat and then just drop, like, two good scores in, like, two minutes. Yeah. You know, was like, sick it was like, once you got the
2: one, it was, like, rewarding you for another, or for, for that first one. Like, it was just rhythm. Well, that and just rhythm,
1: like, not sitting and getting you know, a different perspective in the lineup, like, you know, your timing's everything, of
0: course, but, like, because the ways were pretty decent.
1: Yeah, I mean, the ways I
2: got were decent, I guess. Yeah. You know, it just was slow, and guys were trying errors and shit, and, if they would have landed something, they would have got a big score, too, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, because they did that weird scoring system that... Yeah, honestly, it
2: sucked that we didn't have no more opportunity to try errors. Like, Yago did the only completed error, I think, of the whole event. Hmm. Um, God,
1: he's good, too. Huh,
2: but, like, like I love the idea of it, you know? Like, it, it, it was pretty much at certain points just emphasizing doing something after the barrel in... Not not just kicking out, you know, yeah. and it, it gives that whole extra spark to the wave, you know, always, yeah, yeah regardless. But, um, two,
1: two foot or ten foot, I, I love it when everybody just doesn't kick out and they, they go for it. I like, mean, the biggest, you know? the idea, like, the ideal
2: like, combo is barrel to air, barrel yeah. to big turn, or like a combo, you combo. know, of any kind, like,
1: like even though it's going to be at pipe, it's going insin- to be kind of insignificant, you the know, barrel, yeah, to the barrel score. But you still, you know, wow factor and, and just, you're on. You just want to, you want an exclamation point. You yeah, don't want to come really. out. Even if it's a freaking whitewater client, you'd want. And when you say combo. exclamation point, you mean claim. Claim.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. We
2: have, we like good claims. Claim. Yeah.
1: Did you claim that?
2: I mean, you could claim the shit out of... <laughs> A wave by doing an air after. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah that's a claim that's, for sure.
1: That's that's the best claim you could have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love so it. So
2: when you when you or you could double claim and just stand tall after you do the air. <laughs> that's a double claim.
0: Yeah.
1: How how uh? The no no
0: claim. <laughs> yeah. When when you any form when you won because I I'm I'm like having flashbacks of you getting on the chaired up right. And then you got on stage. You got your mom on stage. Like, it's the biggest win of your yeah, professional.
2: My big time. I mean, yeah. it was it was it was nuts. That was so this so the first one was getting the second wave and being like, oh fuck, this is this could be a reality. You yeah. know, this could be real because you
0: know what everyone's doing. You kind know of, all
1: the scores. You know, like, yeah, you got an of
2: idea of what's going on. Go and, flat. Go
1: flat. Yeah. Go flat. Go flat. No <laughs> sets.
2: <sense. laughs> yo, you, you want to hear something crazy? Everybody that's ever coach me into a heat or, like, put me in a position of doing well in a heat is going to hate this, but, like, <laughs> I I had those two scores, and, like, there's, like, five minutes left, and these guys are getting smaller ways on the inside, and I'm just, like, kind of stressing, like, more thinking about the possibility of it really happening, and it's, like, kind of that gut feeling of being, like... I need to do something before I, like, spontaneously combust or something, you know? Yeah, got to stay busy. Yeah, yeah, stay busy and then then try and – and then I went on this shitty little wave, right? With two minutes left. Lost priority. Lost priority. Pretty much gave it up to everybody. Pretty much gave the heat away, you know? And as soon as I went on the wave, I thought it was a good one, but it was a small one. And I thought I could just back it up and it would look like it made sense or something. <laughs> and then, and then as soon as like when the wave I fell, it was like, it didn't really barrel hard. And then all I could think about was everybody at the house being, losing it, being like, Oh my God, he just gave it away. You know? Cause just you gave you, the whole thing away. You've been on
1: the other side of the script many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like a thousand heats. You're like, why did he do that? Yeah. Like
2: it must've <laughs> looked funny from the beach, you know? Like I immediately, I was just like, Oh, everyone's must Two be minutes losing left. it.
3: Yeah.
2: You but like, I don't know like it, it gave it to me as much as it gave me that second wave you know like uh, the biggest set of the came uh, uh, biggest set of the heat came after that but it was shitty like there was mm. no good ones nobody was in position and I, I, I fucking lucked out yeah. <laughs> I lucked out in that sense and then I get to the beach and it's like like all my boys Ty Mana everybody and then my mom in the middle of them and everyone's just <laughs> fucking crying their eyes out and screaming and that was another moment where I was just like hard to accept it the, for what it is but like also you're just like trying not to puke like yeah. you know like it's just a lot of emotion. emotions. emotions yeah big time Yeah, good, like,
0: good, emotion. good emotion yeah the, the going back to your your you're sitting in the lineup you've got Griffin Jow you and who else Kaolana.
2: Jack- oh who Kaolana oh that's Apollo. right
0: yeah and, and all those guys you know Jow's gnarly. Yeah. Griffin's freaking gnarly. gnarly. Yeah. The other guy, I think he had some moments throughout yeah, the contest. Yeah, no, he
2: riffs. He's, yeah. He got bombed last time. Yeah. That insane.
0: And, and, you know, there's you. who You're known for charging pipe, but it's anybody's fucking game, right? Anybody could have won that, right? And for you to surf your 70%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably, right? Like yeah, You're probably I thinking,
2: mean, okay. That was a little different than trying to fucking make it to the beach in, in France. No three,
1: no three to the beach. No, no it was straight. actually the color
2: opposite of the program. I'm going to wait for the best wave of the whole heat, and I ain't doing shit until that happens. Anchor. You know? I'm anchoring yeah. out the back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, that's you know being disciplined and having a game plan. Like Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But like it yeah. worked for you. You had your game plan. You knew <clears throat> those guys had an advantage of doing errors on the rights. Your game plan was your strength was sitting on the left and waiting for the bomb. And but left you won the on the right,
0: though, right? Yeah, but I was.
1: But, I, I, was, but I, was I was basically this. on the
2: shoulder of the left, though, being I was so far over into into like
1: gums area. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, not just sticking to, and it paid off. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking heavy. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. How much? How much was that check? Hundred grand.
2: What? Yeah. Damn. 91 dollars $91,000 more than the most I've ever made.
0: <laughs> 100 <Jesus>. grand. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, dude. Nice. The brick. Okay, before we I was thinking 20. Before we we, we got to give props to uh Deck. For sure. Cuz uh you've made a lot of cool edits with him. Yeah, tons. Yeah, and episode still was we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah there's plenty. Metalneck? Yeah, you he was like two after. Oh, oh, Christian. I'm here on this show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had Christian on, and then um, I don't know how I stumbled upon Metal Neck, but I I knew that Christian's videos were Metal Neck, so I reached out to him. Yeah, and you're he you worked with him a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've done a bunch yeah. of trips together and did
0: a lot of stuff in Bali each other for right? a long time. Yeah, no, we
2: we. Uh, yeah yeah deserts yeah you had some desert stuff and then we went to costa last year and we've kind of just done random trips here and there but but yeah tromberg's a man i'm always stopping by and trying to yeah cook up something
0: yeah super creative so hail mary how long did it take you to make the movie and
2: um so hail mary is like big like, like i think we kind of mentioned it before but it's the by far the biggest project that I've had, and, and especially being, like, a whole life piece, like, it doesn't ever feel finished. It doesn't ever feel like it should f- fully come out, you know, like, so it doesn't feel like the full story's told, so, like, all those things were kind of learning curves that I had to come across and try and, uh, I don't know, accept or get past, and it was started, like, maybe three and a half years ago or so, in and Ben Gulliver and, who uh, who we've, I've worked with a bunch of times before, and he was all inspired to put this life I had together in in a sense of a film. And uh, like I said before, it was just a snowball effect. Like, it was yeah. supposed to be visual, and then got talking, and then had my mom talk, and she said told the story way better than I could, and had more stories than I even had. And, um, well, what so, a good...
1: Different perspective too. Exactly. Like what you yeah, have exactly. versus like your biggest number one fan. There's a whole lot of that, the whole lot there before
2: I even got came into the world too. So after what I kept hearing afterwards was like, We wanna hear we wanna see the movie about your mom now, you know? Yeah. Like which is insane. You yeah, know? that's so sick. But uh but yeah, no, we got that we got that. Piece coming out, and we finally. We, I was in Tahiti, and we 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 felt like we had all the pieces of the puzzle. I had my mom on camera, and had me on camera, and we had a big New York section. There's like the best waves we've had New York, New York in my lifetime. So we felt like we had a finished product, and then we were just kind of like, well, we didn't get to do as many trips as we wanted. We're kind of settling here, you know. Like, like we're just not done yet. Yeah, and then. Tahiti happened. I was in Tahiti for all of May of last year, and I got a wave that was just like, "Oh, we got an ender." Like, okay, cool. <laughs> you <laughs> right. got the exclamation. Yeah, it. exactly. You got the claim. Yeah, you got the claim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exactly. claim. yeah.
1: biggest wave you ever paddled in. Uh, f- one, of no,
2: one of the scariest, scariest. The heaviest, yeah. for sure, scariest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scariest so, wave I've ever paled into. That wave is so well, two two the two last waves in the in the movie are the two scariest waves I've probably ever paled into. So
0: you've been screening it at different places already, right? Yeah, we've okay.
2: had a couple the the first one we used as like a deadline to finish the thing, which was Florida Film Festival. They asked for it and finally we had everything kind of together and Ben made the music for the film along the way. So he was able to like we were also changing it all every, every which way along the way and that made it easy with him making the music because he was doing the music to the clips and he was able to reconfigurate it whichever way he wanted, you know, and that made sense to him. And, uh, and then, yeah, we, we did that. We did Florida, which made, which set us up for like a proper New York premiere and we got this old theater called the Angelica in Manhattan and it was fucking like the coolest thing I could have ever imagined like from crew all in the northeast to that's like the so city awesome. to home everybody came out and we sold out two shows within a day of putting it on sale and it was fucking good night we had like 50 people going from the theater to the after party blasting music in the street you know like that's so awesome it was a good ass time have you done a west coast one so we did one in hermosa uh we did like when chili surfboards they set one up in hermosa and it was cool like the whole local crew came out and a couple people in the area and Groms were in sight, and we yeah. just did the whole the whole deal. Which Haven't was cool. done a Huntington one yet. Haven't done a Huntington one yet. We
0: let's make it happen. We, yeah, I'm down. Right?
2: I, at this point, it's like the best part of the whole process is doing the premieres. Yeah, I mean, other than getting fucking barreled, like the uh, best part of the process <laughs> is all premieres. sharing the stoked and
1: getting yeah. people riled up. I mean, and I want them,
2: to see them come out to see like a project about yourself. Is like that's enough right there, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's got a lot I, of. Honestly, I gotta I, like I the full desire is to show the film in the right way in the theater where you have to pay attention to the talking and listen to the story and watch the clips and then delete it and like make sure no one sees it the wrong way. Yeah. Like that's how, that's how I would love to have it go down. But obviously that's not really feasible in a sense of getting people's eyes on it across the world and uh, hopefully seeing a return
1: in some sort of another like, it was just Ben and I that keep talking about it and
0: and, uh, do a premiere at, to Beach High School.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah, like, sick. it's got that'd a really good auditorium and, and set up, and, yeah, whatever theater, like, somewhere, like, yeah. in, like around this area.
2: Yeah, I know, I know we are talking to Volcom about doing one in the skate park, in the warehouse in there, um, like, just before it drops online, which is still to be determined, but nice. I think within the next couple months, it'll be there.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Well, uh... Everybody, check out Stab, Hi- Mary. Stab Highway high. California because that was freaking epic. And then, yeah, Hail Mary coming yeah. to your theater new year near you.
2: Yeah, it'll be online for everyone soon enough. But we're trying, honestly, I'm trying to wait as long as I can. Was, yeah. When it sits out, it's done, you know, yeah. like it's over. Like. Well, we're
0: serious about if you want to do something in Huntington, that'd be cool. We'd, yeah. we'd love to. Yeah, we have connections for the, for the venue there for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: that would be epic uh I'm well gonna, i'm gonna do one at home just like that as well i think we haven't done one in long beach so we're gonna try to get this school to do dude, it that'd be yeah. sick
0: we'll, well fly awesome. out for that
1: one <laughs> well, we, we got gone. you some partying gifts we got you a late night chalky oh, uh trucker hell. hat what some of our sponsors uh Fuck, bon- yeah. bonsai bold a couple of uh locations near you right here for uh, and uh, new 10, newport right. laguna costa
0: mesa Good Do you have a, a sunscreen sponsor? I don't. No. Okay. All right. Well, Strider's hooking you up. Oh though. shit! Yeah, Strider. i that dude for some of this.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's really awesome. hard to get.
1: No, it. it's good stuff though. It's <laughs> really good. And then uh, Ashland heart Seltzer. You got the variety pack right here: fruit punch, orange, pineapple, ginger, peach, and cherry lime. Delicious. Sick. <laughs> Stoke.
2: uh, I stoked could, to hook you get up. The uh, flavors going on that one. I so, never tried.
0: Anything else you want to promote or?
2: Uh. Um, I mean, I'm just stoked to get the movie in front of everyone's eyes. It seems like a long time coming now. Um, I mean, I've, a whole another conversation, but I've been going fishing my whole life. And now that I'm diving, it's like open a whole new world. And then I've been integrating that with my whole program, whichever way I go surfing, you know, there's always a spot to fish or time and place. Nice. You're full Waterman. (laughs) That's been good now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you could call it Waterman now. It's like not with um, a new passion,
1: but but like or passion that you're now able to like include into your person. For sure. Yeah. It's cool. It's a big market out there too. Yeah.
0: We're. we're, uh, What's the next trip? Um. Um. I don't
2: know. I think uh, Volcom was actually talking about going to West Oz or somewhere in Oz next like couple weeks, but after that. There's a fishing tournament in Miami that <laughs> I'm going to do for the sport fishing uh, TV show on CBS. Sick. So that's it kind of the next to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go try and catch a fish and hopefully um, win some money, maybe? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. But, and claim it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I got this line from Vulcan coming out, too. I'll be able to plug in there, but we're doing uh, like a rash like a hooded rash guard and Sick. the hood the the logo is now like a, a volcom stone but a hook and uh we got some boardies coming out with it as well
1: nice little, some signature product line. yeah
2: it's a little like signature line coming yeah
1: so. that's cool
2: yeah we're stuck to get that going i'm stuck to, to do the promo for it because i get to go fish and surf
0: and, hell yeah but, uh, mixed
1: business with pleasure oh, Yeah, there's, there's a couple is. of surfers out there making a living uh fishing yep. yeah yeah <laughs> Well, shoot, dude. Yeah. Thank you for making this happen. Yeah, thank you. And we'll get get you back on when, when you have other cool shit to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Let's keep that conversation going about um, doing a movie premiere out here. Yeah, damn. That'd be awesome. 100%. Dude. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you guys. guys. Yeah. Ballarab. Good shit. Thank Peace. You. Thank you.
1: Bonsai Bulls. Hands down, the best bulls, period. Seven locations,
0: two in Hawaii five in Southern California, bonsai bowls. Go get some. Caliente Southwest Grill. Clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family owned, showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website,
1: caliente southwest.com for all your party pack and catering needs. You can also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer.
0: Shade Sunscreen. Ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Foo wax. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful riding, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five star rating and spread the word.